So chapter five deals with system software and there's two major categories of system software. There's the operating system and utility programs. You guys all know what the operating system is, right? Like Windows, right? Like Windows, that's one. Mac, Mac is another one. And Linux. Linux is the third major operating system. All right. So those are the three major operating systems. You definitely want to know those. Uh, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Three major operating systems. Uh, you guys know what utility programs are? Huh? Oh. Anybody know a utility? It lets your computer do basic tasks. Computer do basic tasks. Can you give kind of an example? So those will fall more under applications. Um, but I feel like you're on the right path to just. Uh, Is it more like File Explorer, like Finder? So like File Explorer, like kind of like your task manager. Those are like utility programs. Um, so that's essentially kind of what this chapter deals with. The operating system, it talks about all the, the details about it, about all the jobs. Um, Does command count as well? Command? Yeah. That would fall under utility program. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's, let's take a look at it. Uh, so system software refers to the operating system, utility programs that control computer system and allow you to use it. And we said earlier in like chapter one, every computer has an operating system. Every computer that functions has some type of operating system. Um, it might be a really small, kind of really condensed down operating system version of it, um, but it has some type of operating system involved in that, on that computer. All right, so um, system software versus application. Application, we talked about those being and having a specific purpose, right? So like the application um, Jusway mentioned uh, was like Microsoft Word, right? So that's an application that allows us to be able to create documents, write documents, um, but we don't necessarily need that program, that application to actually have a computer that functions, right? It's just something that we have to do certain things, to do a specific purpose, all right? Um, so that's kind of like that difference between there. Uh, there's many different types of application software, and that's actually our next chapter, dealing with different applications. Um, so I don't want to go too far into that now. Um, but some of the major things that the system software does is the boot process. What is the boot process? When we first cut the computer on, right? It starts to boot up, load everything into RAM, uh, launches applications, transfer files, controls hardware configuration, manage the files, hard drive, and protects from unauthorized use. All right. And so because the operating system does so much for your computer, that's why there's like a, a difference in between like Mac versus Windows in the way that it looks, the way that it runs, because the operating system plays a major part of why it looks the way it looks, why it runs the way that it runs, because it has so many tasks, so many things that it does, that's why there's like a kind of a big difference between the two programs, the two operating systems. Um, so looking at the operating system, um, essentially what it is, is it's like the middle piece of software in between us and the computer. So as we're telling the computer, like we're clicking things and telling it to do different functions, it's actually the operating system that we're communicating with 
and the operating system is communicating with that program. And then the program communicates back to the operating system and the operating system communicates back to us. So it's kind of like that piece of software in between us and the actual programs itself. Um, so as we're communicating with applications, essentially what we're doing is we're talking to the operating system, which is then talking to the applications itself. So it's kind of like the translator in between us and the applications that we're actually using. All right. Um, and so this just kind of shows an example here of this person um, wanting to use an application to print something out. Uh, so they're talking to the operating system to tell it to actually print, which that's the user, and then that talks to the application, uh, which then talks, the application talks to the operating system, which then talks to the printer, which then would kind of print out that uh, hard copy for the actual person. All right, so you just kind of see, you can see the operating system like in between as the user is communicating with the different programs, the application is talking back to the operating system, which is talking to the different components and um, hardware, such as the printer. All right, so operating system plays a vital role, a vital part in our computers, our computer experience. Um, and like I said, we may not necessarily know, you know, what's going on behind the scenes like this. Um, but we should understand that the operating system is what, what's doing all the work behind the scenes. All right. um, so it talks about interfacing with the users, uh, which is called the graphical user interface. You might hear the term or people say GUI. You guys ever heard that before? GUI? GUI? GUI. G-U-I. So that stands for graphical user interface. And simply what that is, is that's the way that we interact with most of our programs. Uh, we use a GUI interface, right? So that means like we have pictures, we have buttons, icons that we select from in order to interact with this computer, all right? And so this wasn't always the case. Computers, when they were originally created, everything was command line. So that means everything was just lines of text. There were no pictures, no buttons, no menus to choose from. Everything was just lines of text. So through the command prompt, this is what you saw when you interacted with a computer. Everything was just this, which is why a lot of people didn't use them, because they didn't know command line. They didn't know how to get around and how to maneuver. Um, but now, the operating systems are GUI, right? So instead of us like looking at folders and files like this, we look at files and folders through this interface, right? We have pictures, we have things we can click, select. We don't have to type lines of code anymore. So this is just showing the difference between um, the GUI interface versus the command line interface. And what does GUI stand for again? Graphical user interface. So on here, you have the, the graphics, the menus, pictures, buttons. Over here, just lines of text. So, um, like I say, the GUI, there's a difference in between like Windows and Mac, right? They look different. 
uh, if you're trying to do different things, um, because the operating system of Mac and Windows is not the same, like you interact with it differently. The interface, the way that it looks is different. Um, and so that's just basically like one of the major functions, tasks of the operating system is basically counting how you interact with it. Um, booting the computer, another job, task of the operating system. Uh, loads the central parts of the operating system into memory. So the important parts that get loaded up when you press the start button is called the kernel. All right, you guys know what a kernel is? Sorry, yeah. Kernel. Well, popcorn, right? So it's the important part to popcorn, right? In order to get it to actually, you know, where you can eat it, you need the kernel, you need the seeds. And then once that pops, then you have popcorn. All right, so same thing here. Once you start to load it into memory, you're basically loading the seed into your RAM, and then it basically pops it so that you can actually use your computer and you're able to run your programs, applications. Uh, but those important parts is called the kernel. All right. Um, and then it reads opening batch of instructions, determine the hardware connected. And so that's why if you're using a Mac computer, um, it doesn't necessarily communicate with Windows hardware, right? Because the operating system on a Mac is looking for Mac and Apple products. It's not used to talking with Windows products and hardware, um, which is why it's so hard to get the two to communicate. You have to go like extra mile and install a bunch of extra drivers in order for those to be able to understand each other. Um, but Windows and Mac are not meant to communicate with one another, which is why if you're using hardware from one or the other, it's going to be hard to get those to communicate. All right. Um, but like I say, that's part of the operating system to determine all the hardware that's connected to it. Um, like I say, once you boot it up, your operating system goes through and makes sure that there's like a mouse connected to it, a keyboard, things that they can actually read and understand. Um, that's part of the operating system's task. Uh, startup programs are launched automatically. We kind of talked about that, right? The startup list programs from Task Manager. Okay. Um, okay. And that's just kind of basically showing that example there, which I believe I covered. Um, configuring devices. Um, so, like I say, any devices connected to your um, computer, um, it, the drivers need to be installed in order for it to be understood. Uh, so, like I say, if you have like a controller, mouse, um, whatever device you have, it has to be configured so that your computer understands that. The operating system understands the device connected to it. Um, uh, managing your network connections, right? So if you're connected to a network, a server, internet, um, that's part of the operating system's job to make sure that those connections are established and that they work. Um, and the operating system would typically tell you when those networks are not connected, when they don't work. Uh, it tries to give you like a little troubleshooting if something is not working, um, but that's just part of that operating system. Um, so that's basic. File management is another part of that, uh, keeping track of stored files. Uh, security is another kind of huge part of operating system. And I believe we kind of touched on that a little bit, like the difference between Windows and Mac uh, as far as their security. Um, I think, Elizabeth, you had mentioned like viruses. Um, and so, like I say, it's not that Mac can't get viruses. 
It's just that the infrastructure that Mac Apple has built for their operating system like is really secure and really locked down to prevent a lot of viruses from coming through. Windows computer, uh, their operating system is pretty much wide open. Um, it has some things, it has like the Windows Defender um, and I think for the most part, it just has the Defender. Um, if you set it, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's things you can do to make it more secure. But as far as, like, originally when you get it, like, everything is pretty much left open. Um, and Windows basically tasks the user with the job of shutting down things so that it makes it harder for viruses and malware to come through. Um, so that's like the difference between like Apple and Windows. Apple is really, really cautious and doesn't allow you to do much because they want to prevent a lot of viruses from coming through. Windows will allow you to do a lot, but that also will open up a lot of things um, to be able to come in. Um, so, What would you suggest for a user to, to do? Would they start with Apple or, or the Windows? It depends. Um, depends on what budget, you're doing. Your budget can afford. Budget also, uh, but it depends on what you're doing. If you're basic uh, college, just using a computer for research and things like that, you don't need a Mac. Um, it's nice to have, and it's a nice computer, but you don't need it. Um, if you're not using like the full functionality of a Mac, um, like maybe creating um, videos, things like that, like to where it actually benefits you then I say it's a nice computer to have if you can afford it, but everything that you're doing, you can do on a Windows for a cheaper price. Um, so it really just depends. Um, depends on what you're trying to do with it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or? No, no, it does, because right. I've noticed how <clears throat> when I've had a Mac before, the programs that we used to use, like say for instance, uh, Photoshop, mm -hmm. now it's become where you have to download it because it's changing so much. Yeah. And then, of course, if we was to do editing, mm -hmm. you know, most people would lean to Photoshop, or now everybody's leaning to Mac mm -hmm. for doing your movie editing. Right, right. Which Windows is pretty much catching up now with the new Windows program they got coming out. Right, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like you can't do it. Right. It's just Mac has basically the computer built for it, like, already. Um, and so it just makes it easier. Um, so... You just stretching out. Yeah, all right. You gonna make it? Yeah. Okay. Josh, did you have a question or? Okay. Um, yeah. So um, security plays a big role. Operating system. Um, like I say, just Apple Mac does a good job with their security. Um, was essentially like why I have an iPhone um, because I like the security that's automatically built inside of an iPhone. Um, Android, their security, it's terrible. Um, it's a lot of terrible apps. Um, anybody can create an app and publish it on like the Play Store. Um, and that app like doesn't necessarily get verified. Um, so there was, a, there was this article I saw um, on the news one day. They were talking about this flashlight app. Um, 
like for Android, that was tracking people's location. Like, and people didn't know. Um, whenever you use the flashlight app, basically the creator of the app had your location. So you're talking about every time you turn on the flashlight on your phone? If you use that app that, you, that they put on the Play Store. But doesn't Android already have like a connected? They do, but this person created this flashlight app and people were downloading. Why? I don't know. So what was he doing with people's I mean, he wasn't doing anything like harmful in a sense, but like people should know that their location is being given to somebody mm-hmm. by using something. And people didn't know that. There was no disclaimer. There was no, this app gives off your location. It was just supposed to be a flashlight app where people can use a flashlight. Um, so like I say, just that there's no process of verifying apps so that they are, that they do what they're supposed to do. Um, so that somebody can create an app that's supposed to manage your bank accounts, um, but then they can see your information that you're inputting. Just because anybody can create an app and publish it on the Play Store. Um, Apple has a different process as far as creating apps and getting them onto like the store, um, which it gets like kind of verified to make sure that the app does what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So like I say, the security just you know within the store itself is a whole lot better, um, which is why I typically lean towards like iPhones, Apple, in in certain cases. Um, like I say, it's not a necessity, and you can do without it. Um, but it's nice to have that security kind of built in from start. So is that like Google Maps, where you know you want to Google from where you're at to get from point A to point B, you have to kind of your locator on your phone? Yeah, um, but like I said, that was on in another app without people knowing. Um, and so it's just that that privacy issue of giving off your location without you actually knowing, um, which. Like, for some people, it's not a problem. They don't mind giving away their location. Um, for other people, like, I mind. Um, I don't want... Someone tracking you? I don't want somebody tracking me. I don't want somebody knowing exactly where I'm going um, without me actually knowing who they are. Because um, I don't know how they're using that information. So with that app, you can track where someone lives if they're, at a certain, if they're peeing off a certain... Uh, um, say sell site over and over and you say okay well normally this time of day they're over here so you think they live in that area correct yeah yeah google they're known for that yeah um. without you knowing i mean well they know you know that they know that right? you should know um Google, yeah, you should know, just Google has kind of a, a reputation. And just a lot of things that you do in Google, they're constantly asking you for your location. Um, and so when you go back on Google, they even know how to advertise to you. Correct. Which is what it's kind of all about in a sense, like this uh, electronic profiling. Building a profile on this customer who's looking for this or is in this area, maybe trying to buy this. And so now we can sell that information to a company who sells what you're looking for. And then they're going to flood you with advertisements. So, and then, like you guys ever notice how, like you can be talking about something, and then the next thing you know, like it shows up like on your timeline, like as an ad, like for whatever you're looking for. Um, And that's just like, because your microphone is essentially on. um, Without you knowing? 
I guess if you don't know, yeah. Um, <laughs> so your microphone is on, um, and it's it's listening. Because um, a lot of times it's listening for like, hey Siri or hey Google or whatever you have. Um, so it's listening for that, but it's also kind of taking notes of things that you're saying. Um, and that information is being sold to marketing companies, which then, like I say, gets you know, published on your, your feed, your timeline. Um, sometimes if you're searching for something, um, like just on a website, a random website, um, it keeps track of your cookies, and then you'll see that same thing show up like on your timeline or somewhere else, um, just because it's kind of keeping track of what you're doing. So like it listens to your, like, to your voice even if like, the phone's off? If the phone is off, no. So if you're like actually powered off your phone, then no. Oh, no, no, I just meant like off. Like you didn't click the home button yet. It's just like off. No, it's, it's listening. It's still listening. Yeah. So all of us who have our phone on right now, the phone rings or something, it's actually being listened. It doesn't have to ring. Right, right. But then you're on, on, not on, off. You're on. Like right now my phone is on, but it's on silent. No, it's like on silent. But it's still listening. It's turned on. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm right. Yeah. 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 Be clear. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, Same thing with the camera? Camera? Like his laptop's open right now. His camera's like not on, but they could access his camera. They could, yeah. Have you guys ever... Oh, um, <laughs> no, um, like on most of my laptops, I have a piece of tape over the webcam. Um, and it's just just precaution just in case somebody does get access to my computer I don't want them to be able to see exactly like what I'm doing um, like especially if I'm you know and if I have my laptop set up in the bedroom maybe I'm working in there but like I don't want people to see inside of my house my bedroom you know um, so it's just kind of a precaution you take put the tape over it um, so, so that people they, are able to write a program right now in today's society mm -hmm. they can access various people's laptops and they can see it Correct. Yeah. I mean, the government, uh, if you've ever seen Snowden, that's essentially kind of what they were doing um, with phone lines and computers. Um, they had access to all that information. Uh, we'll go here and then we'll go there. So, like, when, when someone accesses your computer, doesn't the little light go on on your computer? Like, your computer something like your camera's on? Say that one more time. When you have a camera on your laptop, mm -hmm. the light goes on. Like, if you have a little green light that goes yes. on. Correct. So if someone hacks into your computer, that doesn't you see that light. You should see it, yes. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, how many people would actually, like, notice it, you know? Um, it's in the middle of your screen. Right, if you're using it. Yeah. But if it's just sitting up there, like, then you, you don't know, you know? Um, um, so Not your personal information, but things that you're like doing searching. searching, trying to buy, like things that they can sell to companies who are trying to sell that same item. So like if you're talking about um uh they'll use your GPS too, right? And if you swing by a certain store at a certain time of the day, mm -hmm. they'll sell that information. They could uh, advertise more of that product in that specific corner. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, like, let's say you're talking about um, shoes, right? Uh, you're talking to a friend, bought some shoes, and then, so basically, they hear you, you know, continue to say shoes. Um, if you say a certain brand, like, then they can sell basically that you want, like, Nike shoes. So then you'll start to see, like, Nike shoes show up as advertisement, like, on your phone or on your timeline. Just because they're selling that information to like Nike, who wants to sell shoes to people who want to buy Nikes. Social media, websites, things like that. Yeah, okay. but it's not like you're necessarily like your personal information. Like they don't know like your name in that sense. They have your IP address, but they don't know like your name or anything like that. So can you do a test like that and show us? I mean, like say for instance. If we're talking about cars or clothes or whatever, like you say, okay, within a 24-hour period, watch this computer start popping up with this. We'll test it. We'll say clothes. Then we'll say shoes. Then we'll know within 24 hours, whoever's on the other end is saying, okay, within a 24-hour period. Like say, for instance, Fourth of July is coming up. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are advertising Slater Brothers, Vons. They're advertising beats and sales. Mm -hmm. Well, if it was Christmas, if it was uh, Thanksgiving, that holiday, who wants to push